0: how
1: was your tacos tacos were good hot mamas
2: oh Hot Mamas were taken off the menu at that one restaurant.
0: Hot as a Hot Mama? Uh, One could say that.
1: But you wouldn't be that one? No.
2: Because I don't know. I've never seen a mother who's hot.
1: (laughs) I'm so unattracted to mothers.
2: Welcome
0: to a new edition of We Ain't Seen Nothing Yet. The game show where... One of us is quizzed at a movie they haven't seen charlton I'm, heston, I'm your co-host, Charlton heston, and this is your other co-host Ethan charlton
1: heston <laughs> well my that is my full name, charlton ethan heston ethan charlton
0: heston, <laughs> charlton heston, <laughs> ethan. <laughs> Today, we are going over the results <laughs> of Matilda. <laughs> and then I, no Charlton Heston, will be quizzed on beetle juice. The tasty juice of a squishy beetle. I, Charlton Heston, would like to come out and publicly
1: say that I enjoy drinking bug juice. <laughs> Now, Charlton, uh, could you please pull out your Smith and Wesson rifle and do a quick sync with me? Oh, I
0: don't need to pull it out. It's always in my
1: hand. Three, two, one. <laughs> it's a rifle that did appear to be a pistol.
0: Oh, sorry. I you see, I never learned the names of my guns. I
1: just buy them. Not even the not even the genre of gun. No. Handgun, <laughs> rifle. They're the same. Can it kill a man? That's all that matters. I have a wooden gun that goes like that. <laughs> That's a slingshot. Or, actually, I think a bow. <laughs> slingshot. Okay. So for everyone listening right now, Charlton is doing a little bit of a <laughs> pantomime. I would argue it's very difficult to tell on trying to do it for a webcam the difference between a bow and arrow and a slingshot
0: wooden gun you see (laughs) in my terminology (laughs) we wouldn't have any confusion whatsoever they're all
1: wooden guns (laughs) to me okay I'm exhaust. I just realized I haven't had any water today until now so I'm a little tired I just realized you exhaust me I'm hanging up. (laughs) Let's talk Matildy. Matildy wink. Uh, Matilday.
2: Why haven't you seen it? What do you know about it? You said there's mean adults and spooky magic. (laughs) Following my tradition of not giving any points for that question or the answer. You got nothing for it. But what do you know about it? You said it's rolled doll. It's not anti-Semitic. Mara Wilson has psychic powers. She lives in an orphanage until she's adopted by the Danny DeVitos. I (laughs) overspoke. There's the Trunchbull as well as the Choco Cake scene. Mm. Even though uh, she does not herald from an orphanage... um, Mm. You got pretty much everything else right, so I gave you a full point.
1: It's weird how much it feels like a foster home <laughs> if you haven't seen the movie.
2: Ethan, are you basing all of
1: your prior knowledge on foster homes from Shazam? Uh, yes, I am. Well, <laughs> you know, because the the Shazam foster home is obviously just as bad as the Wormwood household. <laughs> not a loving and caring place where broken people try to help each other. <laughs> where broken people become superheroes and abuse <laughs> their power by
2: stealing well, from local gas stations.
1: It's yet to see you. Will they still be as full of shenanigans, piss and vinegar, and Black Adam when the hierarchy of the DC universe will change? <laughs> I think if you were trying to mock the
2: Black Adam teaser, you didn't say uh, the man in black.
1: (laughs) The man in black. Black Adam. The man in Black Adam. The man who is inside of Black Adam. (laughs) Why is it that just because The Rock is in it, and I know you haven't seen this movie for comparison, but the teaser trailer makes it seem a lot like the scorp the mummy, the scorpion king one. <laughs> Cause they find him.
2: <laughs> I do not have high hopes for that movie. Neither do I. What's the biggest lesson Matilda learns from Harry, her dad? You said life ain't fun. Life ain't worth living. If life ain't fun, it ain't worth living. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> or
1: live, laugh, love, baby girl. love love, baby girl is very close to the true answer which is um if people are bad they should be punished (laughs) yes (laughs) emphasis on people negative emphasis on baby girl (laughs) (laughs) so
2: you got zero points what is the chokey? You said it's a little room for bad children and it's a form of punishment. I gave you, you, gotta a, give me... I gave you a point and a half. For this. <laughs> oh. You not only described what the Chokey is, but what its purpose is for.
1: <laughs> Whether or not the children are actually bad is not why Trunchbull built it. Every child is bad in her eyes. Mm-hmm. When Especially are... you. <laughs> The listener.
2: Bad boy. Trunchbull says, you, the listener, have been a
1: bad boy. (laughs) After after we finished that movie, Jiggy was being really bad all night, and I went, god damn, I wish I could put him in the (laughs) chokey.
2: When I heard the chokey for the first time, I
1: literally thought she was talking about a choker necklace. (laughs) They have to be embarrassed because they might look emo or grunge. (laughs)
2: Um, what feels Matilda's magical telekinetic powers he said joy, happiness, <laughs> laughing too
0: much <laughs>
1: i my entire basis for that i I did realize I have seen one clip from this movie, and it is the oh uh, shit, what is the song I can't remember, but the one where she's in the house by herself with her powers just making all the dude looks plates, like a lady dance and shit it's not dude looks like a lady <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I wish it was though now <laughs> rock it out to twisted sister so um, what is the the fuel for her powers Do you so i had to ask kira to make sure because the book does describe it differently it's slightly less clear in the movie in the movie it's like I need justice. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there is a point
2: where they they breeze past it very quickly, but it's the yelling. It's the yelling from an adult that fuels her power
1: in the movie. Yeah. Okay. In the book it actually makes much more sense. I don't know if you know what it is. No, I've never read the book. Uh the book her powers come about because she has so much latent mental energy from not having read a book or been challenged for years so it manifests itself as psychic powers that makes sense and then at the end of the book she loses her psychic powers because she catches up to where she is supposed to be she's, she's being, being
2: stimulated yeah
1: mm-hmm. which I think is really nice it sucks because you lose your psychic powers yeah and it's not genetic how
2: old is matilda when she finally starts going to school you said nine shot for the stars she is six and a half years old
1: i thought she was four
2: (laughs) that's the joke the bonus (laughs) question how old do her parents think she is and you gave the answer which i tried to give you a second chance on but you doubled down on it (laughs) You said Look, they thought she was us... older, thirteen or seven, thirteen or seven
1: <laughs> impossible,
2: when it would make far more sense for them to think that she's younger and thus not in yeah. school.
1: <laughs> she should already have a job <laughs> that was a fun it was a fun joke. it was a fun bit, yeah, especially
2: because. Uh Harry and his wife are, like, on the exact same
1: page with how old she is. Yeah, she's four. <laughs> One of them said it, and you know what? That's group mind. The Wormwoods have perfect group mind, <laughs> except for Matilda. And honestly, that's the real reason they had to kick her out.
2: Uh, so you're leaving open-ended with two and a half points? Pretty the standard. Use.
1: Truly the usual. <laughs>
2: Multiple choice, what doesn't Harry do to his junker cars to resell them? You said that it would be
1: unfathomable for him to glue the bumpers (laughs) back on. (laughs) And as an American citizen, it is. Which is why I want the FBI trailing this guy. He's not even putting, like a lot of glue on. It's like a thin layer. (laughs) A thin layer in a couple spots. It's not the whole (laughs) bumper either. It's like he wants it to fall apart as soon as possible. (laughs) He does put sawdust
2: in the engine. He does run back the speedometer, but he does not tape the
1: hood and trunk closed. Which, thinking about it now, you could see that someone taped the hood and the trunk (laughs) closed. You could sell a car like that. Yes, unless it's like one of
2: those. (laughs) Unless it's like one of those tape jobs where you roll it up
1: and you just put it on the inside of the hood. (laughs) Mm. God forbid he used double-sided tape. He's too cheap for that. Yeah, no. It was the nineties, Ethan. (laughs) We were reckless with our money, but not when it came to tape. The housing crisis had yet to burst.
2: How does the Trunchbull, Agatha, headmistress, punish the
1: student <laughs> who ate two M&Ms? Did I get... I got it, but I elaborated it wrong. She yes. does chuck that kid out a window. Mm-hmm. But you said it would be the first floor window. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's the third, I think.
2: It's de- it's definitely not the ground floor. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, no, it's it's clearly not the ground floor. On, that kid could survive. The girl whipped around by her pigtails <laughs> dies.
2: I'm not sure. I really think that kid, like, it's just concrete below.
1: I feel like the kid would die. <laughs> I think it's highly likely he could die, not guaranteed. Girl getting whipped around <laughs> by her pigtails gets her neck snap. Yes. but that scene is very funny (laughs) it is and I
2: highly encourage anyone who hasn't seen it watch the behind the scenes making of of that scene because it is is a like mannequin doll that the actress is swinging around (laughs) (laughs) that has like a camera hooked up to it that's so
1: funny Uh, I will look that up
2: um I will also say that one of my favorite, one of the biggest laughs for me was towards the end when Trench Bull, when Matilda's just wreaking havoc on Trench Bull in the school. And Trench Bull, mm-hmm. at a loss for what to do or how to punish, she just scoops up the same kid again and is like, well, I'll just throw this guy out the window again. There's no line. There's no justification. It's just a scared animal. <laughs> when,
1: when you're an Olympian who did javelin, hammer throw, and uh, I can't remember the last Shot one. Shot put. <laughs> Shot put. The only thing you know how to do is lift and throw. What is
2: Miss Honey's big dark secret? You got this one right. She is related
1: to Ms. Trunchbull. Hmm. Yeah, it's a step relation, though, right? It's her step aunt. Yes,
2: yeah, I forget how what on like which one it
1: she's related to the father or the mother. I think but. It, I don't remember either. Matilda heads get in the comments. I have a note about this. I think looking for it. Um, how would you feel about Miss
2: Honey's father's name being Magnus? <laughs> I
1: loved it. I kept calling him Magnus Honey. Right. So that is his name. And it there's it there's just such a fun juxtaposition of first and last name. Magnus Honey. <laughs> um, I did write I wish I had stolen a house from my stepbrother so I could absolutely rampage through it. <laughs> Not just steal, but murdered my stepbrother. Yeah, not just murder my stepbrother and just leave a bunch of shit all over the house. (laughs) Throw shot puts and javelins wherever the fuck I want. You know where I should keep my pots and pans? The back stairwell. (laughs) (laughs) Somewhat close to the kitchen, but not close enough. Who's making those cakes? Why does
2: Matilda break into Trenchbull's house? You got this wrong. But when I did write it, I thought it would be uh, a a a, possibility. Coo- a cooler possibility. Yeah. Uh Your answer was to plant evidence for the
1: FBI to find. Here's the thing, though. This movie does say a cab, so I don't think planting anything for the FBI would have done anything. It's Paul Rubens. <laughs> App. Apprab. Yeah, all Paul Rubens's are faster. Apprab. <laughs> um,
2: mm-hmm. but the real answer is she's trying to steal back a doll, Lissy doll.
1: <laughs> My Lissy doll. <laughs> Which I could only, because it's spelled L-I-C-C-I, I -I, I would only read the subtitles as, my licky doll. (laughs) My doll that has a tongue.
2: I just feel like Miss Honey probably needs therapy. If, as an adult, (laughs) she's still just obsessing over her doll.
1: She needs therapy no matter what. She's gone through a very traumatic <laughs> experience. Was bait, Had to leave her own home. Lives in a shack in the woods. Okay, it's a cottage.
2: <laughs> oh, that's what they call it these days.
1: Now, hold on. I did I did write this, um, but I, we passed the question where I could talk about it. Seven minutes in heaven in the Chokey. You like that? That was an idea that came to mind? It was an idea that I had. <laughs> I'm like, I don't think I remember.
2: but it didn't, the... it didn't happen in
1: this movie, but I saw the chokey and I was like, mm, you could.
2: Where it's so tight and cramped that you have to either decide either tetanus or I lock lips with this person.
1: <laughs> yeah. And you always choose to lock those lips.
2: <laughs> and as a bonus, you still might get tetanus. <laughs> Which is not a line from this movie. You guessed. You're too small. Grow up quicker. That is a line. Mm-hmm. I think that
1: Trunchbull says it.
2: Yep, to someone. she says it when she uh, enters the playground for the first time to a little kid. Oh yeah, that's right. I remember it now. Um, use the rod. Beat the child. Crunchbull's coat of arms slogan.
1: Mm-hmm. It's the Crunchum Hall mantra. Today we diddle the customer. That
2: was uh, Danny himself. And the fake answer is, it's a beautiful book. It's called Gone with the Wind.
1: Yes. Uh, now, the the actual book that they reference is... Moby Dick, and I would argue, and that book comes back at the end. Who's out here reading Moby Dick for fun? <laughs> right, that's an encyclopedia.
2: <laughs> that's why I thought it was a, such a funny line. Because, I'm like, come on, Matilda, you're well read, just admit
1: <laughs> that you're doing you're reading Moby Dick just to be pretentious. <laughs> <laughs> You've read so many books, and you choose Moby Dick twice, you're and you stuck dare to up. call it beautiful. <laughs> She's like, oh the the parody of, <laughs> <laughs> of environmental education. It's it's lovely. It's a book that was never supposed to be read, Matilda. True or false? Trunchbull
2: believes in stand your ground laws. Uh you said true, and she would also uh more precisely castle doctrine. Uh, yeah, support castle doctrine. Um, so you got a point.
1: <laughs> okay, give me two. She's trying to kill somebody in that house. Fine. She fully dehumanizes them <laughs> and calls them rats.
2: All right. Matilda's the only family member to realize the FBI is sticked out right across the street. Uh, you said false. Danny's just belligerent. <laughs> No, I think it is uh, uh one of the funniest gags in the in the movie is that how obvious the FBI are being.
1: Mhm. They're right outside. <laughs> They're you can look through the window and they are parked in front of the house every day. <laughs> They're they sleep in front of the house. If they took out the trash at night, they would see the... <laughs>
2: Matilda states that she knows how to Xerox.
1: <laughs> it is a brag.
2: <laughs> you said it's a brag. I don't think it is. It is one of her last lines in the movie.
1: <laughs> it is. She's like, I made them as soon as I was old enough to Xerox. <laughs> but it's, it's
2: bragging about the fact that at her age she can xerox not the
1: act of Xeroxing. <laughs> <laughs> that's true you don't have to give me the bonus point but she can xerox yes that's not, in, not that's not up to debate my parents always taught me how to xerox the problem was getting a computer to hook up to the printer it just didn't work mm-hmm.
2: Trunchbull mistakes a salamander for a snake. You said impossible. No one can be that dumb.
1: (laughs) The Trunchbull is that dumb.
2: Uh, Matilda sends Trunchbull away to some vague place called the Cornfield at the end of the movie. You said true. What is that?
1: What the (laughs) fuck did you make up?
2: Uh, That's from a Twilight Zone episode where (laughs) this kid is like, all powerful and he's just like, You've
1: been bad, you've been very bad. <laughs> it's like I'm sending you to the cornfield. <laughs> uh, that's like that one weird fucking kid from Star Trek. Yes. <laughs> that poofs people away. It's something that will continue to exist in society. <gasps> <gasps> what if you could do it through video screens? I mean, I imagine he could. He is all powerful. <laughs> yeah. Charlie, Charlie. Isn't the name Charlie X? Yeah. No, right? No, mm-hmm. oh, just like Malcolm. Yeah. He was a <laughs> descendant. <laughs> He's part of the Brotherhood of Islam, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Wormwoods Watch. Gene Roddenberry <laughs> wanted everyone to be represented, including the Brotherhood of Islam.
2: A <laughs> yeah, white guy. The Wormwoods watch a game show called Sticky with Mickey. You said (laughs) false. (laughs) Fuck.
1: Uh, How much money could you make on Sticky with Mickey? I
2: feel like anyone could make a very large amount
1: of money on Sticky with Mickey. The hard part is not being covered with glue normally. Right. I could rob a bank if I was covered with glue. So, please describe...
2: You also got the bonus question wrong of describing the show. Um, Describe what Sticky with Mickey is.
1: Uh, Sticky with Mickey is, I guess, a game show... Hosted where... by who? I don't remember.
2: You don't remember? He's one of your favorite no, characters from
1: Rat Race. Is it Mr. Bean? No. No. Is it Cuba Gooding Jr.? No,
2: your favorite He's SNL, favorite your Rack. favorite SNL alum. Oh right,
1: it is John Lovitz. <laughs> we'll see him again real soon. Um, yeah, it is John Lovitz. It's because I I couldn't remember him announcing the show. I was remembering the person real like quick. helping people with the games. Yeah. yeah, there's so many people in Matilda. <laughs> right. Yeah. It. it So the show is you get covered in glue, and then you're put in a chamber where a bunch of money blows around, and you have to swing your arms around to get it to stick to you. You ever have a birthday party in an arcade? (laughs) It's like that, but with money instead of tickets.
2: How many
1: contestants
2: are on an episode? I feel like they can get through, like, (laughs) ten
1: In uh, 22 minutes on television. How much time do they have in each chamber? I, I like imagine you would have 30 seconds in the money chamber. Yeah. No more than that. <laughs> the It'd other be entertaining.
2: The other 30 seconds is going over how much they won and uh, the intro of who the person is, too. So.
1: Why they need the money so bad. Yeah. What's their sob story? <laughs>
2: uh, finally, we have the screen grab question. You got you got this one almost exactly right. Um it is the cake scene. Mhm. This is not the biological son of Matilda's family. It certainly is not, not even close. It is a classmate of Matilda's. You were correct that he is going to eat all of it, but he does not like it. Mhm. Um of course he is being punished for having
1: eaten trunchbull's cake. So I I wrote in my notes that cake by itself it's like two cakes. Yeah, but it's a lot of cake. It's like a two-layered cake. <laughs> but if each of those layers was a full cake. <laughs> and the diameter is just <laughs> it's larger unwieldy. than a <laughs> It is and he's he's got a big head. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Trust me, he has a big head. Uh,
1: what was i going to say? There that cake, i always heard growing up, people said this cake looks so good. Cake is the least appetizing looking food in this movie by far.
2: Least app I I agree though. I think this cake looks delicious. I would eat all of you this do? cake.
1: What what For do you me, think's the most appetizing food in this movie? the pancakes at the start of the movie that matilda makes for herself those look good okay cuz those are perfectly like browned pancakes they're fully they're even they're good uh thickness yeah i'm sure they're microwave pancakes but i'm not i'm not saying no to those even the goober peanut butter sandwich that matilda <laughs> makes herself she eats twice in this movie i clocked it <laughs>
2: Uh, so you got three points for, uh, correctly guessing what was going on in this cake scene. I was hoping you hadn't seen it before,
1: but, uh, you had. I had not seen this before. I've just heard people talk about it. familiar with it. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? So, I don't know if you've looked up the kid who plays, um, what's his name? Bruce Bogtrotter. I am not. Uh, Should I? I... You, no, you shouldn't know him because he's not an actor anymore. Okay. And was only in two movies. And yet when I saw him, I was convinced that I had seen him in something else and that he had grown up to do more films. The thing is, I have seen the one other movie that he's been <laughs> in quite a few times. It's the Adam Sandler musical, The Wedding Singer. Interesting. I have not seen The yeah. Wedding Singer. It's Fine, John Lovitz is also in that. (laughs) Wherever Bruce goes, John Lovitz goes. (laughs) He was was John Lovitz's protege. (laughs) But John couldn't take him away from the life of being a successful doctor. (laughs) Wow. Still John's greatest
2: disappointment. Mm -hmm. First, only to bench warmers.
1: I'm um, not killing um Andy Dick. <laughs> so you're walking away from this quiz with
2: ten and a half points.
1: Okay, that's a good start. Yeah. Hey, you know what we forgot to do? What? Predictions. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so let's uh let's we'll do those after this. Yeah. I get a little bit of a leg up, or do you want to wait an episode so you can get yours in as well?
2: Uh, we can just go ahead, I think I don't care too much,
1: and we're gonna forget if we would <laughs> yeah honestly it's ten and a half points, all right, above half, and I'll take that, yeah,
2: so Ethan, uh, would you rewatch this movie?
1: Yeah, I had a great time with this movie. I thought it was really fun. I texted you right after, which is Mm -hmm. something I don't normally do after watching one of these movies and just say that I like it.
2: I had a feeling that you would like this movie
1: uh, because you like stuff for babies. (laughs) I'm a dumb baby who doesn't know how to read. So when I see other children succeed at it, I always wish it could be me.
2: Uh, no, I also enjoyed, this was only my, I feel like second time watching it. I watched it for the first time on ABC Family, um, Mm -hmm. as a teenager. And, uh, now that, you know, I can admit that stuff for little kids is, can be fun for older people (laughs) as well. I, uh, will admit that this was a very fun movie. There's a lot of great jokes, a lot of great gags, and it's heartwarming. How is it now
1: uh, working as an educator? I want to get into that with our next question. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Okay.
2: Okay. Okay. So our next question for this season is, would you show this movie to someone you're babysitting?
1: Now let's retroactively apply this to Venom, Let There Be Carnage. (laughs) The answer to that is yes. (laughs) It depends on the
2: age. (laughs) Venom, four and below, yes, (laughs) four and above, absolutely not. No,
1: this needs to be a core memory, (laughs) (laughs) it's foundational. The first, the the memory that the child awakens to should be them watching Venom (laughs) let there be (laughs) carnage.
2: Um, so would you show Matilda just to a kid you're babysitting?
1: Uh, not sure when I'm going to do that, but yes, I I would show Matilda to a kid I'm babysitting because it's the right level of humor where it is gross, Mm -hmm. but not in such a way that like this kid's going to be a jackass and only make the worst jokes possible. Um, and it's like, Hey, maybe you should read. (laughs) Yeah.
2: It has a good message. I just feel like as an educator, though, I've seen so many different temperaments in kids. And mm. it would really just have to depend on the kid that I'm babysitting. If they're someone who's prone to crying and stuff, I feel like this movie could scar them. <laughs> <laughs> it,
1: it could be a little scary sometimes to have an angry woman throwing weapons at a child. And like Takara was mentioning when we were watching it, she was like,
2: I used to feel so anxious when Matilda and Miss Honey are in Mm. Trunchbull's house.
1: I read that scene, though, and I always kind of felt that they were going to be okay, especially because Matilda is the one who's confident about it. There's a part I don't remember, but she's, like, whispering stuff that they should do to Miss Honey, and I read that as, is Matilda threatening Miss Honey with a good time? <laughs> We're going to steal shit.
2: <laughs> so, yeah, that's Matilda. I would give it a rating of good.
1: <gasps> yeah. My first good awesome. in a while. <laughs> in a long time. Uh, Yeah, and I'd recommend it. You know what? Another thing I'd like to throw in since we both worked in education. Me in the private sector in another country. And you as a real profession. (laughs) Uh, Would you show this to a class in a movie day? See, I... I think I
2: might. um, Because I know it's entertaining and it'll keep kids' attention. Mm-hmm. And I think even with older kids, like, I remember I read Charlie and the Chocolate Factory to uh, a group of eighth graders. And it went horrible because it was a class of mostly black students and there's too many mentions of mouth-watering chocolate.
1: Hey. <laughs> <laughs> but they immediately sexualized it. <laughs> <laughs> Matilda doesn't have that.
2: But they did mention when I brought up like, oh, has anyone read any Roll doll?" They were like, oh, yeah, I've read a lot of them have read and seen Matilda and we're okay. still fans of it. So I feel like it's a it's a good movie that would just serve the purpose of holding kids attention. I agree. And as someone who's shown Harry and the Hendersons.
1: <laughs> I still don't know why you did that.
2: There's a lot of swearing in that movie, more than I remember.
1: For the, for, for the elderly. And there's one thing I know it's the elderly love swearing.
2: No, it wasn't. No, that was E.T. You're thinking of when I showed E.T. to. Oh, and they all fell asleep? No, they were scared. They were scared of it. <laughs> I had to turn it off, and I had to put on Jack instead. <laughs> that was when I worked you, in a nursing home.
1: How do I subdue these seniors? <laughs>
2: calm down i'll put on jack they were all clearing out of the lounge with et they're like this is not the movie for me and i'm like
1: fine i'll put on what what else do we have i was imagining them like all sitting in their seats like squirming around because they were so scared of et but they felt like they had to be polite and stay and you just read the room and you're like "Uh uh-oh i gotta do something
2: No, I showed Harry and the Hendersons when I was a summer school teacher for uh, fourth and fifth graders in Mm -hmm. Madison. And uh, there's a lot of swearing and they they were pointing it out to me. And I was scared that I was getting in trouble. Uh,
1: You probably should have vetted that movie better. But that was years ago. Speaking of years ago and years to go, we're going to take a, a year break. very long break. <laughs> <laughs> and when we come back, I'm going to quiz us on Beetlejuice. And I'll be 26.
2: It's fucked. And we're back.
1: We're back. And we're fucked. <laughs> we're back and we are all getting fucked. <laughs> we're all fucked up by these damn unions (laughs) now's really not the time to talk shit about unions i don't think
2: imagine how much of a better world it would be if mitt romney had won in 2012
1: i can tell you what we still wouldn't have universal health care we're never getting that shit (laughs) what okay uh, let's let's play a game this doesn't have to go in the podcast when do you think realistically the United States will get universal health care or like Medicare for all? Uh, when we're no longer called the United States,
2: <laughs> I think it's gonna take a, the country
1: breaking down for us to get there. <laughs> I fully like, so you and I may not get the <laughs> get the same thing at the same time.
2: I think we will definitely be casualties of the war.
1: <laughs> you and I are going to die. I've always said this about apocalypse movies. I'm not gonna make it.
2: I think I'll make it about as long until someone breaks into my apartment
1: for all my resources. (laughs) So, like, you could hunker down and stay put for a while, like, maybe a couple weeks, but the second someone's like, I need that, (laughs) you're gone. (laughs) I'm gone, yeah. You're not even gonna, like, join up with them. You're like, just kill me.
2: No, I've been definitely, I've definitely thought about, okay, if I ever got mugged, at gunpoint, how would I react? And I'm 95% positive. I would just say, just do it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Just do it. (laughs) I got nothing. Look, there's not enough in here to make you happy. (laughs) And I always think that too. I'm like, you're gonna take my phone? What does that do for you? Yeah. I'm like, just... You're gonna take my credit card it's gonna get cancelled. What what do you want for I don't have I don't have cash.
2: And odds are you're scared,
1: twitchy. You're probably gonna pull the trigger and just injure me. <laughs> Why mm-hmm. not just finish just it? Unload the entire <laughs> gun. We'll see what happens once you've gotten it out of your system. My dumbass would try to like therapize <laughs> them. <laughs> no. And that's how I know I would die. <laughs> My first response would be. <sighs>
2: fine. <laughs> Let's get it. this over with. It would be a long sign.
1: <laughs> Mind would be, it's about time this happened to me. For I have foreseen it. <laughs> uh, here's the first thing you do when you get mugged. This is advice to everyone. It's, ah, I knew you were coming.
2: <laughs> so you finally <laughs> made it. <laughs>
1: I go, oh, you're five minutes late.
2: I go, strike me down. I am unarmed.
1: (laughs) And then you're shot. (laughs) For any any would-be muggers out there, strike them down. They are unarmed. (laughs) You're going to jail anyway. Might as well take my ass out of here. Beetlejuice! Beetlejuice. Don't say it anymore. Uh, Why haven't you seen this movie and what do you know about it?
2: Okay. I don't know much about this movie other than I'm pretty sure Beetlejuice is some kind of ghost phantom zombie who appears kind of like bloody mary like if you say his name enough he shows up um he's played by michael keaton okay michael keaton does not want to reprise the role (laughs) i know i just read an interview (laughs) of uh i forget what his name is but he wrote abraham lincoln vampire hunter
1: dude is that because i just watched it again and you had to look it up
2: no, I did you review it or something recently?
1: No, like, I yeah, I just watched, just oh. I just rewatched Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. No, his
2: name's like Seth something Graham, I forget. Mm-hmm. He's written other stuff, movies I have seen, and they're all bad. Um, and someone interviewed him <laughs> like, oh, you were attached to Beetlejuice two, whatever happened in that, and he's like, yeah, you know, you you try and put something together, but if Tim and uh, Again directed by Tim Burton uh if Tim and Michael just aren't just don't think it's good <laughs> it's just not gonna get made
1: I will say that's more on the writer than it is on Michael Keaton oh, no yeah I think if another <laughs> i agree if another him. writer was attached maybe i I still don't think Michael Keaton would do it um now definitely he
2: shouldn't. No. Um, there, and really the only bit I've seen of this movie is there's two people, a man and a woman, who Beetlejuice is terrorizing, and there's a point where he diddles her, her crotch. And I always thought, as a pious youth, <laughs> that was
1: inappropriate immoral and you the movie must be turned off now and
2: to be honest yeah you shouldn't grope people i was kind of right (laughs) (laughs) kind of i was approaching it through the wrong lens which is why it's kind of right
1: you think that because someone's religion says you shouldn't grope people that they're somewhat wrong because it's coming from a religious angle
2: (laughs) they should just feel that way without religion (laughs)
1: I'll have to marinate on that, I think. (laughs) As someone who was raised atheist. (laughs) Alright, quick question, but you gotta be specific since you mentioned it in the open-ended section, er, in the the last Mm -hmm. question. How exactly do you summon Beetlejuice?
2: So you say his name a number of times.
1: I did say (laughs) B-specific.
2: And that number is three.
1: Okay. Next question. This is a bit more freeform than I usually do. Maybe it's not. I don't know. Could, Could you please describe the sandworm and its dimension? Like its dimensions? Like
2: the size of it?
1: Nope, you heard me correct the first time. What is the sandworm dimension like?
2: (laughs) Okay. Um, the sandworm is Beetlejuice's little buddy. Okay. Uh, it's kind of like the the worm dog from SpongeBob. Rexy? Yeah, Rex. Who runs away. Um... The same word dimension, I think, is going to be, you know, Tim Burton, he just couldn't help himself. And he had to have scenes where the camera pans below the earth and we see stop motion animation. It's the worms wiggling about with Beetlejuice down below as well. Okay. People kept saying, Tim, you've done it enough. You're going to keep doing it. Lay off. Just one movie.
1: You gotta have one movie without underground stop motion, please. And he
2: said, okay, okay, I won't. But then the premiere happened
1: and they're like, how did he sneak it in? (laughs) He got it in after the edit? (laughs) He made a new gold master?
2: (laughs) And why can't I find the last cut of the movie without
0: it?
1: (laughs) (laughs) You burned it. All drafts of the movie were destroyed. All right. And then the final open-ended question. What are some ways Adam and Barbara try to haunt their own house?
2: How Adam and Barbara haunt their own house? That's
1: correct. Um. Oh, no. Well... You'll figure it out when we rock, watch the movie why I just said that, but go on. Adam and Barbara haunting their house.
2: Um. Well, I'm going to guess I feel like they're not dead. I don't know why they're trying to haunt their own house. Maybe they are dead. Okay. They are dead.
1: <laughs> I, okay, I need, you, I need you to be definitive.
2: They are dead. Um. But they died just after they uh put their down payment on their new house. And they're like, for fuck's sake, like we didn't even get to enjoy our our house as newlyweds. Uh you know, we're just gonna haunt the shit out of this house for the new owners. And the way they do that is Um they get Beetlejuice involved. Um, they collaborate, uh, they do a bunch of Home Alone shit, um, booby traps, we even see a a clip of Marv getting electrocuted at a sink.
1: (laughs) Get excited (laughs) for the new Home Alone reboot.
2: Uh... Yeah, that sort of stuff.
1: Okay. Sounds good. Next question. Multiple choice, number one. Why does Jane, the realtor, keep visiting Adam and Barbara's house? A. She wants to tear down this house so they can build a suburb. B. <laughs> An
2: entire suburb on this track of land.
1: <laughs> <laughs> B. She's concerned about the house's safety. C. She used to live there and she likes to hang out. Or D. She thinks only a big family should have a big house.
2: Uh, I'm going to say she has really dumb reasoning and I'm going to go
1: D. Okay. It's dumb to you? <laughs> that sounds really dumb to me. Okay. <clears> okay. <throat> Next question. How does Otho... (laughs) I couldn't begin to tell you (laughs) Otho's deal. (laughs) Uh, How does Otho mark how he would like to paint rooms? A. He spray paints the word of the color on the wall. D. He nails a sample of the color he likes to the wall. C. C he whispers the color which he will paint the wall to it or d he just throws a big old can of paint at the wall
2: hmm. well based on your description of otho being someone that is a bit indescribable um i think the most balls-to-the-wall thing he could do is whisper it to the wall
1: okay balls to the wall more like whispers to the wall
2: the his balls hit the wall but it's more of a graze. that's how you know it's a good whisper (laughs) that's when you know you're close enough that your balls are grazing whoever or whatever you're whispering to
1: my religion says i can do that so now i know it's okay uh what (laughs) what (laughs) Okay! Yeah! <laughs> Crotchety Lil John.
2: I'll go with B, yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: what type of death is not present at the bureaucratic office of death? A. Someone who was killed by a shark attack. B. Someone whose head was shrunken. C someone who choked down a chicken bone or D someone who is guillotined. I feel
2: like chicken bones too goofy. So I'm going to say
0: shark
1: attack. Okay. Okay. Chicken bone just became goofy enough. (laughs)
2: Listen, if you die from a chicken bone (laughs) in your throat, I'm gonna laugh so
1: hard hardline stance <laughs> and I will not attend your funeral <laughs> have you ever uh, choked on a fish bone for someone who didn't properly debone a fish no I've never eaten improperly deboned it's, fish it's terrifying cause the bones are so small and you can't cough them out without cutting the fuck <laughs> out of your throat now a chicken bone you're still a you're still a moron
0: How did you get a chicken bone in your
2: throat? I
1: was eating fish.
2: Yeah, I'm I'm just saying, with a chicken bone, though, how would you get it in? Like, would it be the breast? Would you get, like, a rib in your throat?
1: (laughs) When you're eating a chicken breast, or any piece of chicken, this is advice to you all, the audience, obviously you take the entire meat, shove it down your throat, work your throat muscles to get Mm. the meat off the bone so you don't have to taste it. Chicken is gross. And I, pull it all yeah, out. Yeah, Tom and Jerry. It okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, multiple choice number four. How is Beetlejuice defeated? A, you squish him while he's tiny. B, you say his name three times. Okay. C, he is eaten by a sandworm. Or D, he is tricked into eating a bomb. I'm going to say he's tricked into eating a
2: bomb, but that's not what defeats him. That just happens in the movie. So wait, that's not my answer. That the answer. I'm saying that just that happens. You just l-
1: okay. He will just do that.
2: Um, I will say. Yeah, fuck it. There is name said three times. I don't know. <laughs> At some point, people say his name and something happens. Some shit happens. (laughs) (laughs) they are so fucking mad. Look, I don't know the fucking rules. I haven't seen this movie. Don't give me a hard
1: time. (laughs) (laughs) Why are you being mean to me because I haven't seen this movie? Folks listening, that is the premise of the show. (laughs) I didn't agree to those terms. You have forgotten. (laughs) I didn't sign no contract. neither of us ever signed a contract or even wrote one uh, and then the final multiple choice question at the end of the movie what item is used to summon Adam and Barbara is it A the, man the blanket Adam? It's the, man- <laughs> the hierarchy of the Beetlejuice universe is about to change um, is it A the blanket that they quilted together Someone also call that a quilt. Oh. <laughs> B, their wedding clothes. C, their favorite seats. Or D, the model they built of the entire town.
2: I feel like it's their uh, wedding clothes. Okay. I feel like I remember that. From the groping
1: scene. I remember from groping... When Wes groped this movie, he remembered this. He did a slow, comforted blink.
2: My religion says I cannot grow movies. <laughs> <these. clears
1: throat> Moving on to true or false. Number one, the handbook for the recently deceased was published by Random House. Uh, sure. Yeah, true.
2: Good publisher, okay. I think. If they aren't, I rescind
1: it. <laughs> <laughs> Until I look up a book published by Random House. Did I not do any fucking bonus questions? Way to go, Ethan! Way to go again. I will calculate that into my prediction. I'm gonna add some. I always add some, <clears throat>
2: but I never get them.
1: True. True or false? Adam and Barbara hate that the house's new owners made it look boring and normal.
2: Yeah, I'll say true. Uh I think they're hipsters, OG hipsters. Original gangsters. So that being hipsters. in
1: mind. <laughs> 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 That's that sounds right. <laughs> hipsters can be gangsters? <laughs> That in mind, uh, I'll give you a bonus question. What do they do to the house? The new couple. What do the new? What do the new couple do to the house?
2: Uh, new carpeting. Uh, get the walls painted. Um,
1: Wes using context clues.
2: They. Uh, get a, a big boob tube TV
1: big dumb TV like Matilda
2: <clears throat> I don't feel comfortable calling Matilda a boob
1: <laughs> <laughs> but I do feel comfortable calling her dumb uh, next question true or false famed crooner Robert Goulet has a somewhat prominent role in this movie
2: uh, I'm going to say false. I think you've just been watching SNL again. Still watching
1: SNL. <laughs> Haven't stopped. Robert Goulet! Next question. He's looking up Robert no, Goulet. No, no, I'm typing something else. Uh, he's typing an email to try to get me fired <laughs> from the show. Texting our producers. Producers. <laughs> we have multiple. By Ale the way, Baldwin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't want to touch on that. Uh, the thing that I said "ooh" about that you're going to find out Alec Baldwin is in this movie. <laughs> oh, excellent. Uh, okay. Um, Beetlejuice orchestrates a dance haunting regarding the song Deo. False. I don't know what
2: a dance haunting is.
1: Some made up shit. So you're saying there's no such thing as a dance haunting. Yeah, it's some made up shit. All Everything in this movie is going to be real AF. <laughs> this is based so much in reality. It will be shocking. True or false? Well, this is back when I did quotes. Someone says, the whorehouse was my idea.
2: Uh, I'll say true.
1: Okay. Uh, I'll give you two bonus questions for this one. Whose idea was the whorehouse, and what's the whorehouse supposed to do?
2: Beetlejuice uh, is supposed to be uh, for sexy time.
1: Can you say that as a like normal human would say a sentence? It's supposed Instead to be for sexy Beetlejuice time. Beetlejuice was have for sexy time.
2: Beetlejuice did it, and it's supposed to be for sexy time.
1: For his own sexy time?
2: Anyone's sexy time. It's all-inclusive.
1: Okay. Abbrevi- here abbreviating sexy time as st because i don't have the space <laughs> and you will forget uh, and then the final true or f- yeah the final true or false question beetlejuice kicks down a tree and screams
2: nice fucking model uh yeah i'll say uh, that happens um real deadpool move uh moment uh breaking the third wall
0: I think
1: Deadpool's (laughs) This movie's grounded Also Deadpool is in it
2: Deadpool's real I've seen him on my TV
1: (laughs) I've seen him at cons I've seen ten of him in the same place
0: He's everywhere
1: Uh so here's your Wait nope here is your Screenshot all right. So this is a pink Yoshi.
2: All right. Uh I'm looking at uh I'm looking at a CGI rendition of the popular comics character Bone. <laughs> you know who I'm talking about?
1: I know Bone, dude. <laughs> I know Bone. <laughs> I never read it because I thought it was too scary, but I know Bone.
2: So we got one dude who looks like Bone, and we got one lady whose eyes have fallen into her mouth, and her mouth has also gotten big. I'm going to guess this is the couple who is trying to haunt their home and uh this is just temporary like this is just a special because they're dead they have special ability to do spooky things um i'm gonna say this is towards the middle of the movie they they fully understand what their powers are and they're trying really hard uh to scare the the folks in this house but it's just it ain't working because he's like that's just bone and lady you're just trying too hard I've seen Venom
1: (laughs) the scariest movie ever made
2: and Venom does what you're doing in that movie 10 times better (laughs)
1: Um, so they're trying to scare people. And then you said that this is their ability. Do you think they did this to themselves? I think they consciously
2: wanted to do it. I don't know if they have the ability to do it themselves or not, but they have. They were given the ability or it's uh, just a power they have in death.
1: Okay. I will take it. Ooh. How Would you believe me if I told you that Alec Baldwin is not the most morally objectionable person in this movie? Is it Michael Keaton? No. What's Michael Keaton done? No. Played Vulture. <laughs> the people's hero <laughs> Vulture?
2: After I saw the first Spider-Man Disney movie, I understood Trump voters.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I finally understood them. <laughs> We all know that Tom Holland's Spider Man is pro Trump. <laughs> um, would you like me to tell you who it is? Sure. Um, it is the principal from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Oh, who we all know is a pedophile yeah, right. <laughs> and is in prison. That's right. <laughs> okay, there are there are a bunch of people in this movie. <laughs>
2: Excellent.
1: Okay. So, uh, everybody, thank you so much for listening to our new edition of We Ain't Seen Nothing Yet. The current score is Ethan 10.5, and Wesley has zero. We're waiting on his scores. And just before I forget, let's go ahead and lock those predictions in. So the show's not over yet, folks. So
2: we could get a total of 100 points each.
1: Yes. Is that including Venom? No, we're not including Venom. Okay. (laughs) Fair enough. I don't want to do it. The math is too hard. So, yeah, we've got one, two, three, four, five movies each for a possible 100 points. I already have ten and a half on the board, so let me go ahead. Oh, Nanny McPhee, Blank Check, (laughs) Sandlot. Babe. And, Wes, let me for you, since... I didn't do that many bonus points, and we're going to have a guest next episode. On the Nanny McPhee episode, you will collect half of the points that Kira gets correct. Okay. If anything, that's worse for you.
2: Yeah, because now it inflates.
1: <laughs> Possibly. I... So you could get up to 110 points. Okay. Or we could not do that. We can do that.
2: I'm going to say... I'm going to guess 75
1: points. 75? Okay. I'm going to go... 8 and 8. We're sitting on the floor. Playing Nintendo. 64 points. Okay. Okay you've been
2: listening to the game show we ain't seen nothing yet the current score is ethan ten and a half and me zip you can follow us on twitter Sorry. at we ain't seen it on twitter you can also follow ethan at powerful goose or on letterboxd at eGeese, and you can follow me at baby wesley on both platforms and remember i don't feel comfortable calling matilda a boob
1: Bye. Bye. <laughs>